Welcome to the Business Legends Podcast, where we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their mistakes, pump up your own inspiration, and grow your bottom line. I'm the host of the show, Reese Arlen, along with the CEO of Business Marketing Solutions Group, Christian Webb. Say what's up? Hello. We are joined by our good friend, Miss Carol White with Payroll Plus HCM. And my brain doesn't work today, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna just just suffer through all the stupidity that's coming out of my mouth. He's but literally Carol, made four wrong turns. Four wrong turns today, and I never. And the thing that's weird is that I pride myself on it's my, also ten thirty on my draw. I know, like, and I went to bed at a relatively reasonable hour, you know, like three a.m. or whatever it is. What it is, but Carol, how are we doing this morning? Thank what? you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm, it's great to be here, and I'm, I'm really excited just to chat with you guys. I'm really excited that you're here. So. Family Business, Payroll Plus, HCM. And how long ago did you guys add the HCM? Uh, it's been a couple of years. A couple of years. 2017 is when we added the HCM. Added, added all that stuff in. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know Payroll Plus HCM, can you give me just like a brief cover of everything that it is real fast? Okay, so Payroll Plus HCM used to be just a payroll company, payroll okay. and timekeeping, okay? But as the Affordable Care Act came into play, then things needed to come together like hours and um, time and you know um, benefits and payroll in order to get all that together. So technology came together. Um, so we are an end-to-end employee management company, and we help employers manage their employers, the employees. Nice. That makes perfect sense. Um, so 2017, you you add a bunch of these different uh, human resources. That's what the HRM is, human resource right. management softwares and stuff like that. Um, so today, what I'd like to talk to you a little bit about is software bringing people together. So, you know, software and technology is supposed to make our lives easier. It seems like a lot of times it makes it harder for some reason. But um, what types of things have you seen just since you've been with the company that have that have really helped people's productivity and businesses? And, and you know, ultimately, what's great about, about the payroll and the plus and the HCM? Well, I think what we've seen is as all the technologies have come together, we see uh, employees can be more productive. And the employers that we work with um, have had so many different systems that they've worked on. They've had, you know, their their onboarding system through different, you know, applications and all those kinds of things where they bring their employees on board or when they're looking for uh, great candidates, they've got that whole recruiting kind of thing, right? Then they've got a different system that handles all their employee benefits. They've got a different system that handles all their employee timekeeping. They've got a payroll thing. They've got HR or they've got spreadsheets everywhere keeping track of who's you know, who took how many days of vacation and who's got what's, what uh, passwords or what um, company assets and things like that. So as technologies come, it's allowed the employers to focus on what they do better sure. than all of that other stuff. Yep. You know, obviously when your employer, you have to manage your employees, mm-hmm. um, but taking care of all of those details is not necessarily an employer's strength. Right. So that's where you use the technology. You can well, really absolutely. leverage that. Yeah, absolutely not. Like when you start a company, it's not like, oh, I just have all the HR knowledge in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's not what it is. You have you have a dream and you have you have a goal that you want to hit and then you start. And HR is not even a part of that. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> a, a couple of weeks ago, we had a guest named April on the show and, and she's in the particularly the specific human resources right. stuff. And the stuff that she was telling us about is just stuff that as business owners, Christian, myself, Never would have thought of, and I mean never. I mean everything from gender relationships to um, a big thing that's on uh, that's kind of on the forefront of of the news media is things like transgender um, relationships right. and things like that. 
um, getting along with people of different different beliefs, which is going to be something as long as humans are humans. But mm-hmm. it's just incredible that you guys are able to take a lot of these issues and put them not necessarily on paper, actually the opposite of paper. You're taking it and putting it into software systems so that you can help people do the right thing, you know, and and get the right system in place to benefit their company. We should actually probably introduce you all. You'll probably have a lot to talk about. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Yeah, she's, a, uh, she's, a, she's a consultant and speaker on the topic. Yes. No, mm-hmm. actually, I've met April before. Oh, yeah. oh have you? Yeah. Oh, that's no, funny. No, she's awesome. No, she's <laughs> awesome. I listened to her podcast. That April? Oh, oh when right. you guys okay. interviewed her. No, yeah. she's awesome, and she knows HR so well, and she's such yeah. a dynamic speaker. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious uh, that you know that's – Oh, no, she's realize. fabulous. She's mm-hmm. fabulous. So, But she's kind of focused more on – she focuses on how to help the employers manage their employees, yes, but not from the technology necessarily, technology standpoint. We're helping them manage all those details right. of yes. being an employer, yep. where she's helping them figure out how to develop their culture or create um, a more productive environment and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. So mm-hmm. I guess hers is more um, is not quite so um, detail-oriented. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Maybe. it's more of like pulling pulling the culture together where y'all yeah. are actually taking care of the day to day. Right, like, we're yeah. taking yeah. the day to day details. Um, Something that could literally help any data, company. All the data, right? All the data that you got to keep track of with your employees. Yeah. So with business legends, we like to speak specifically to the young entrepreneur, the person that's maybe a little scared to begin a new job or or you know uh, work a hundred hours a week so they don't have to work forty for anybody else type of thing. Right. So what types of things do you think would be great for just any business to have in place um, before they get started. And especially in your industry, let's say they're looking to have a business just so that we have a reference point, a 10 employee business. It doesn't matter what they're selling, service or product, but what do you think they should have in place before they kind of get the ball rolling just so that they set themselves up to succeed? Like an HR safety net of some kind. Yeah. So um, when you're saying like an HR safety net, obviously you have to have a way to keep track of your employees. Okay. You know, you've got to know what their strengths are, what their skills are. Mm-hmm. You have to really understand that about them so that you can leverage those things. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're starting a business, though, or when you're just getting going on a company, there you know what you do best, right? right. You make widgets. Mm-hmm. If you're making widgets, HR is not your strength. Payroll is not your strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, benefits are not your strength. So you bring in the resources to do that Mm -hmm. better because there are other people who have those kinds Mm -hmm. of skills that you can leverage and not have to be an expert in all things. And I think that's one of the things I see with, you know, when when you're starting a small business, you uh, usually are running on limited funds, obviously. I mean, what business doesn't, but your funds are probably more limited because you're just getting started um, if you're that kind of, you know, if you're a small business. So uh, you really need to... Uh, work with the people who do know what they're doing in mm-hmm. those areas. We don't, especially like when we talk to clients about payroll, I, I talk to clients about payroll every day. Right. Yeah. And there's so much that they need to learn. I mean, I learn every single day in this yep. business. So don't, I, I guess I would say for um, new employers, new um, entrepreneurs, don't expect that you have to know everything. Mm-hmm. Just know the right people. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And find, so you find have the to right have solution. a foundation of you have to have that foundation of experts that you can call on. Mm-hmm. You, know, you think, have to build yeah. your team, I even think if the they're not of having to you. know everything. Is where some people get their uh, paralysis, where they where they're right. like, oh, I can't sure. open my business because I don't know how to do HR. I don't know how to do the business side of it. Nobody does. Like, yeah, right. or God forbid <laughs> they think they know everything. Yeah, then yeah, it's like, worse. Yeah. 
we we all know uh, in this room we all know Dan Mills and Dan is just the absolute I, I just love Dan for many reasons but I got a guy I'm a yeah. big fan no, I'm a big fan so I'm a big fan of Dan that's a big fan of Dan so that's that's the thing that out of everybody I've ever met he is the just embodiment of of doing the right thing at the right time with the right people so no matter what you have to do if it's payroll or marketing or whatever else or getting your shoes tied because you can't do it by yourself. Dan be like, hold up, hold up. I got a guy. I got, I got a guy. I got yes. a guy. And he always says it, you know, and it doesn't yes. matter what it is at all. And it, it. and it just, it just cracks me up. Um, one thing that I like particularly about, about your company, you know, obviously you like to target larger, larger companies. So uh, companies that have 50 plus employees so that you can manage that stuff for them. But I mean, you offer solutions for somebody that, that will, you know, only have one or two employees. And and one of the things that we discussed at, at coffee, by the way, Central Coffee shout out, give us some more espresso shots. Is <laughs> one of the things is opportunity cost. Right. And so, you know, even if I mean, if I had three employees or something like that, could I manage the payroll? Probably. Sure. But you know how long that would take me? Mm-hmm. It would take me forty five hours a week because right. I I I can't do that stuff, and I know that I can't do that stuff. So it's like find the solution and don't lose out on the money you could be getting by refusing to pay the money for the right service, you know, right. with I the mean, right some people. people. Some people will just ask for too much, right? Yep. But if it's fair for what you're getting, like time is, I mean, we just had this conversation this morning uh, because I got my uh, NC, what's it called? The quick pass bill. The quick pass, quick pass. And I was expecting it to be so high and I didn't mm-hmm. care to be honest because it saved me like 30 hours and yep. I found out it was like a third of what I thought it was going to be and I was just, I almost thought it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like time is money. And hey, if with I was doing accounting, it'd be wrong. And it would take terrible. me all day. It would right. be terrible. Right. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is you don't know what you don't know in the world of payroll, for example. Oh, for sure. So there are so many things that you have to be aware of, like all the new, uh, We, you know, a lot of states have new uh, minimum wage. Minimum wage, yep. Effect. Mm-hmm. So, and there's new rules for salaries, mm-hmm. um, what the minimum rate for salaries is coming up in January. So you've got to have someone who's on top of that and yep. can keep you abreast mm-hmm. of those kinds of things. This is why we pay our staff and energy drinks. Yep. Energy drinks, yep. Peanuts. It's, it's, <laughs> energy drinks. It is the. It's kind of like it's kind of like donuts, man. <laughs> the donut currency. That is an inside joke. So last night I was really tired. Christian calls me and, he, and I I love donuts. They're like my favorite food group. And I said, dude, donuts are the currency of heaven. You know, when you get to heaven, they're you're gonna be like, hey, I'll buy that new Ferrari and. They'll be like, that'll be three donuts, please. And that's my that's my that's my favorite joke I've come up with this week. He's I'm gonna, a little addicted. I'm gonna repeat I'm gonna repeat it just as much as I can until people don't laugh at it and then move on to the next subject. So but, stop fake laughing, uh, correct? Right. There you yes, go. That's right. Thanks for the fakes. I appreciate hey, I that. Do what I, can. I appreciate it. it is the second time you've heard that one, so it's good. So um one other thing about about payroll plus HCM is that um it is a family business, you know. So your brother John is yeah. kinda shout out to John. Shout, shout out, out to John. John. Hey John. Yeah, what's up, John? So um, what's that like? Um, you know, Christian and I, Christian and I are, are family by choice, but you guys are family by birth. So, yes. you know, on a day-to-day basis, what's what's the pros and cons? Give me an insight in, into what that's like. Yeah, it's funny because uh, you know most people think that uh, having you know being related to the owner, mm-hmm. uh, you get preferential treatment. Right. <laughs> and I really haven't seen that so much. Uh, I don't know. The staff may disagree, but I really haven't seen the preferential treatment. What I do mm-hmm. see is the phone calls at six o'clock on a Sunday morning right. saying, hey, what was this $300 expense on your Capital One card? We need to know. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm trying to balance the books or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, that's the con side, if you will, of working mm-hmm. in a family business. But the pro side from an employer standpoint mm-hmm. is that 
when somebody needs to tell the emperor he's running around naked, <laughs> right? A family member, like I can tell, I can tell John if there's something he needs to know that he may not know because he's the boss. And you know, people talk, but mm-hmm. they don't always bring the boss in on the conversation. Right, right. So I can tell him things that he might not be aware of that are going on with the staff, not calling out names or anything like that, but of just course. to make him aware of kind of the the pulse of the company. Yeah. Um, and he still has to have Thanksgiving dinner with me. Yeah, you know, I mean yeah. not this year, but typically. Right, right. You know, yeah. He doesn't get to skip out. He doesn't yeah. get to skip John's out. John's coming right. to Turkey. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Actually, that'll be Christmas. But oh, okay. there you go. Oh, you gonna do ham? Yeah. Ham? For he, I think he's going up to Pittsburgh oh, or okay. something. That's for, what you're saying. Right on. For Thanksgiving. I gotcha. Yeah. So from a from a familial standpoint, um, how do you guys divide and conquer? You know, um, so obviously you guys have very different roles within the company, and we don't have to dig into those specifics, but. Um, you know, do you do you deal more with the trenches being in there with the employees and then he kind of sees the overview or do you guys how do you guys divide and conquer your tasks? Well, I'm one of uh, four other managers in the company. Okay. And John, you know, John owns the company. So his, right. the ultimate decision is his. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but we give him a lot of input and feedback. Right. And sometimes he'll take it and sometimes he'll have a different idea. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, you know, working with John, I found that. Uh, he's very good at certain things Mm -hmm. and he recognizes that there are other things he's not so good at Mm -hmm. just like I'm very good at certain things and there are other things that I'm not so good at. It's like everyone else. Right. Right. Everyone else. Right. We always all have our strengths and our weaknesses. Once you know what their strengths are and you know what their weaknesses, you can step in to support their their weaknesses and to leverage their strengths, work off of their strengths and learn from them. I'll give you a hint what mine is. I just bought Grammarly. To be fair, okay, so I'm like the grammar police, and and Christian, <laughs> to this day, he actually did it yesterday. He's like, I hey, bro, yesterday. He's, he goes, he goes, hey, bro, bro, come come into the office. I'm like, dude, what's going on? He goes, he goes, hey, man, uh, <laughs> he goes, I sort of got it straight. He goes, man, can you uh read this email? It doesn't look right. <laughs> so he, he actually had it. He's and and he made a couple mistakes, sure, surely enough. But but he's like, man, just take a look at it. It'll be all right. <laughs> well, and that's that's one of the rules that I play for the business okay um, yeah know, john's an engineer yeah you know oh, yeah so you're the grammar police you're the grammar police at the oh, office so john i'm on your side let's, 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 let's double team let's double team these grammar we're gonna police. get some badges yeah. for christmas you know we're right. gonna we're just come in and and kick I'm the door one of those down people and, that my husband and i are driving down the street and we edit the billboards oh, oh right? you're that i'm that oh, person we're like too that. i get it i get it i was in communications for years with verizon right it's like you just kind of get in that habit and you can't turn it off yeah but the nice thing is that I can use that at Payroll Plus too. So when mm-hmm. we're writing sensitive emails or we've got to yeah. get something out to our clients and we want to be really clear about it. Yep. So here's a um, software plug for you then. So Grammarly is insane. So it's really cheap, $10 per person, maybe 15 on the business model. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it takes every platform that you write on anywhere on your computer, like Facebook, Instagram, Google, Outlook, Word, doesn't matter, PowerPoint. And it literally acts as like a, uh, like a, just a, gra- a grammar, grammar like a living it, Carol or Reese. Just, <laughs> it doesn't just fix words. It actually fixes a uh, line setup. Like, uh, what, what, you have what's the word? There's a phrase for that. Line setup. What do you Format? mean? Formatting. 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 Yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, if you have the, if you have the sentence formatted just slightly differently than it, it says is optimal, right. it'll actually change it for you. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that it so did that. So it's kind of like autocorrect. Yeah, autocorrect on like steroids. On a, yeah. Right. On like on a grand yeah. scale. Mm-hmm. On a grand scale, mm-hmm. and it works for every single employee. And mm-hmm. you just buy users, and they you know, load it up on the computer. I one of my one of my colleagues in grad school did this research project on marketing, and this is always I've never told you this, and I'm about to tell you, and it's going to make your day, and I'm I'm going to hate myself after I tell you this, but we learned that if so, you were talking about like um, autocorrecting billboards or whatever. Right. 
if a billboard has like a specifically with billboards, if they have like a typo or like a like like a you know we're on your side with two e's at the end or something like right. that. Statistically speaking, people remember the billboard with the typo and the brand with the typo far more than they remember like the perfectly done ones. And I can give you a great example. So when we all go up north back to our back to our uh, real human jobs, the the uh, Chick Fil A uh, billboard on the left or whatever it says uh, forecast says more chicken and it's supposed to chicken C H I. K-E-N. See, right. her and I know this. <laughs> no, K-I-N. K-I-N. There you go. There you go. Right. Yep. Yep. And you know which billboard I remember? The one I just said. Right. You know? And it right. drives me insane, and I hate that about myself. Well, here, here's, but. A, here's a consumer thing for digital marketing. On Facebook, Google, and Instagram, if there's a paragraph, they actually, the, the algorithm's rated on like a grade level. So if you keep your paragraphs and your notes and your frequent asked questions and your blogs written at like a 7th and 8th grade level, Facebook and all these different platforms actually push your stuff out to more consumers mm-hmm. because like not everybody reads on a college level. Mm-hmm. Right. So they, they think this is more friendly for a broader base. So they yep. actually give you more SEO privileges yep. towards an eighth grade written content. Yep. Yeah. So don't be, don't be too sophisticated when you're yeah. writing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I make fun of them all the time. I was like, man, why'd you put that 50 cent word here? Like, yeah. like everybody knows that all you needed was creative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Instead of exuberant. <laughs> <laughs> it's really counterintuitive, though. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I like the... It's um, intuitive. It's counterintuitive. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, man. It was just a joke. I just had like a little miniature stroke slash panic attack <laughs> over here. So let me let me regather my thoughts here for a second. Um, so let's kind of touch on the, on the family thing again. So let's say we got a new entrepreneur or something like that. Based on your experience with working with family... Um, you know, obviously, at the end of the day, you're you're going to Thanksgiving with the person or whatever. Right. Typically. But what you know, let's say I got a brother or something, and you know, we're going into business against selling widgets together or whatever else. Mm. What would you say somebody has to have in place beforehand, like an understanding, in order to succeed with a new business? Anytime you start a new business mm-hmm. with a partner. And I'm assuming you guys did this, but yep. when you're starting business with someone other than just yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. you have to have some kind of set of operating rules. Yeah, you have to for say sure. you're going to do this, and I'm going to do that. We did, right? <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to be able to be the person who's going to make the Basically, decisions. He so does everything, you're not, I do nothing. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's, you no, worked a good deal, didn't no, you? No, this legitimately, like we always joke about this. Christian's always like, Christian's always like, yeah, man, I'm the one that's like that's like making deals. You don't do anything. And I'm like. Ah. But I, but, down, but deep down but deep down I know that he does all the stuff I don't want to do. Yeah, he's he's the operation guy, right? Like he he's a, technically the COO, and he right. literally does all the operations. He builds the automations. He builds the email, the the in depth email automations. He does all of that stuff. You know what he calls I would, me? Like go cross eyed. He he calls me the bro fairy. That's what he calls me. He, calls me. He's, he says I'm like the magical pixie that shows up, and it's like it's like for example, like this this coffee cup right here. If this is empty, and so it needs to be thrown away. And even in his office, and I don't know why I do this, but it's like I'm I'm literally like the bro fairy. Like I'll come by and just just sweep it away, and magical pixie dust appears, and everything's clean, and all the automations are set up, and all the operations are good, and yeah. and I I don't know. It's just who we are. L- luckily, Christian and I have worked together in like three or four different. Yeah, it's been different. A, it's been a long journey there. Yeah. Well, when you sure. said set up an operating agreement, did you did y'all do that? Were y'all like, hey, you're gonna do this? Well, no, it was this? pretty. It was pretty clear when I came. He was the boss. It's his company. Yeah. Right, so he's always going to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so it wasn't so much that kind of situation, and mm-hmm. and what we've learned because we hadn't lived together since we were both in the same town in college. Right. Oh wow. So yeah. we hadn't been in the same city 
for you know, 25, 30 years. I don't know how, however oh. long it's mm-hmm. been. So y'all basically strangers. So though. we were basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah couple, working together was was Hold a new on, experience Carol. You're for you're 29 years old. Yes. So you went to yes, college I when am. you were four, right? Yes, I Okay, did. gotcha. Okay, I Thank understand. You very gotcha. Much. Yep, right. So, but <laughs> we we didn't really, we kind of, it, it evolved over time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mostly because we had the decision maker. He was the decision maker. And I might disagree with it, but ultimately you have to recognize this is his business. It's his decision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I have experience that I bring to the table. Yeah. And I'm not going to let that drop if I ha- if I feel really strongly about something. He's going to hear about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think in our situation, it's it's a little bit different because it is a family. It is a family run business, but it's a John owned business. Does right. Makes sense. Absolutely. But um, and so you just have to respect that. You mm-hmm. have to respect that this, you know, who does what. Yeah. Um, but he also looks at the things that I do and knows that I have a different set of experiences because he was an engineer and I was a communications major. We're yeah. totally, totally different. You got right? the marketing and lead generation, all that good stuff down pat. Right. He's got the engineer operational, that side. He's the pat. process yeah. person. So, yeah. you know, everybody, he always jokes about, you know, how does a chemi- chemical engineer, a chemist and a mechanical engineer start a payroll company? And, yeah. And the way he explains it or AKA rationalizes it right, right. Rationalize. is that payroll is a process. And if you manage a process and you hire good people to run the process, you should always do very well. Yeah. And he has done very well. Yeah. Um, because I mean, it, it makes is sense. a process, right? Yep. So he's an engineer. He does that. The guy, I'm not an engineer. Yeah. If I need to understand DHCP, which I did just mm-hmm. the other day, I yeah. stroll into his what, office and what say, is, tell what me is, what DHCP what, what is that? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I think the way he explained, <laughs> you're going to really hold me to this. Okay. okay. So it's Oh, this is an engineer where, process? No, no. This is a technical thing. Oh, See, okay. I have an older sister and John's a younger brother, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Wow. I know, a little shiny on that. So, um, but I know I'm going to get it for that. Uh oh, uh oh. Uh, but I always joke that when God was handing out technology oh God. in my family, it's like he loaded it on my older sister and he loaded it on Johnny. He kind of waved as he passed over me because I didn't <laughs> yeah. get the technology. Gene. Yeah. But I do now know that DHCP has something to do with um, uh a, a device randomly selecting an IP address, or maybe it's not randomly, but assigns mm-hmm. an IP address. It's not a static IP address. Right? Okay. Does that okay. Make sense? Gotcha. Yep. So sure. it selects an IP address that's available instead of just saying, this is your one and only IP address. Gotcha. Address. Okay. See, now, aren't you proud of that? I'm I mean, super proud of you. I know John will correct me if yeah. I was wrong. There you go. Yeah. I can't I can't wait yeah. to see if he does or not. I would be, I would be super interested to know. Uh, maybe we'll have him on the show. We'll, like, we'll like edit something. John in with his words. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like all of a sudden you'll be talking and a picture of John will show up and be like, Wrong. No way. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. So here's, here's a little insight into our business, too. Um. Christian, I don't know how this joke came about or whatever. Oh, are you about but to tell about primetime? Primetime. You're yeah. gonna ruin my ending question. Oh, I was gonna oh, ask. Oh, no, no, no. We okay. can wait. We can we can save it. Okay, you wanna well, save it? No, I'm gonna go and ask her. Okay. Now that All you right. brought it up. All so right. what I was gonna ask you, oh, for God, any, no. is for any young entrepreneur who's oh, really trying God. to succeed and grow a business, what are the optimal primetime hours to meet people and grow your business in a day? A weekday. In a weekday. On a weekday where the optimal primetime hours? Yeah. yeah. To oh, meet God, people and grow your business. Okay, for I mean, it depends on you who you are. You let's talk. Let's see for you. me, uh, it's nine until say nine four. Yes, nine till four. four. Okay, I got the nine end till of it. four. I got, I got right? the end of it. Okay, nine till four. Yeah. I got it. Anything I got it. after eight o'clock, forget it. It's not going to happen. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Happen. So we have this ongoing joke about prime time because I I'm a firm believer that you should only be doing prime time activities, which is basically like. Um, money-making activities, meeting new customers, taking care of customers that uh, to make sure they don't don't leave you, keep them happy. Things that make your business money and grow your business between the hours of like eight thirty and like four o'clock, because that's that's the only time they're available, right? 
Right. You can't call them at six. You can't call them at seven. You can't call them at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to do things that are operational in the middle of the day when you could be meeting new customers or taking care of current customers. Right. right. That's just my opinion. I'm I'm on board with that because that's one of the things I tell my clients. <sighs> oh yeah. <laughs> I know I am. I know because you're a night owl. But that's one of the things yep. I tell my clients is like when you're running a business, mm-hmm. you don't do payroll between eight thirty eight and five thirty or eight thirty and five thirty yeah. Monday through Friday. You do payroll on Saturday mornings. You mm-hmm. do it on Sunday night. You do it between you know Bang. after the football Bang. game. That's when you get that stuff done. Exactly. So that's why I always give my clients. Allow my me to serenade phone, you sweetly. Shout through the heart and carols to you give okay. love. He always takes it one step too far. <laughs> a bad name. So he kept going. That's the one step That's, too far. That was the step. step. I had to finish, though. Like, it was who funny did, with the first two, and then he was like, he finished. Just I had to going. finish. You got to finish. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, your support on yep. that one. That was really hey, I'm good. here for you. So I don't exactly know how this all came about with the primetime stuff, but he, whenever I do something that would be more along the lines of things that I do, which he considers to be worthless during, or something. During primetime hours. <laughs> during primetime hours. He, he always comes in and uh, he's like, oh, this is, this is not primetime. Primetime is better. You got to do primetime stuff. And it, it drives me like absolutely insane. Like so it, since it drives him insane, I yeah. bought um, three custom easy buttons yeah. that are recorded for 10 seconds. And before he continues this, just remember he, he said that I'm the one that, that takes things too far. Please continue. <laughs> so, three, so you know the old... Uh, that was easy. That was Staples, easy. that was so easy. They make, the they make custom ones now where you can record, well, they've had them for years, but you can record it for 10 seconds. So now I have three of them recorded and it's like three different ways to say prime time. So now I'm going to give it out to our employees in the office. So when they catch Reese not doing prime time activities, they're just going to push the button. <laughs> it's, you know, what are you going to do, Reese? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm happy doing what I do. It's, you know, it's little things like that from a, this is probably more along the lines of the HR side of what you guys do, but it's, it's little cultural things like that that keep a that keep a company alive, that keep the pulse yeah. happening and electricity and the energy. I'm sure y'all do fun things stuff. over there as well. Yeah, yeah. We always say peril is not sexy, so you got to make it fun. Right. We, there we, go. we do a lot of eating. I, I'm always joking eating? that we're always working on building our you peril do plus size, getting to our peril <laughs> yeah. plus size. Yeah. You, know? you have donuts. Are you yes, getting your payroll? Do donuts. donuts. See? We donuts. Do donuts. Yes, donuts are the currency do. of heaven. <laughs> you, you missed her joke, Reese. Sorry. Payroll plus size. Yeah, right? we got, you know, payroll well, especially size? in December oh, and January. Because okay. that's like for a payroll company, December and January mm-hmm. is like April bonkers. for an accountant. Yeah, bonkers. And all mode. we do is eat during that whole time. Yeah. Right. You know, because you just got to keep the energy up and you just keep going. Yeah. yeah. My, my, uh, my mother in law, my wife's mom, I guess, uh, as, um, uh, she owns an accounting firm. Uh, I think it's Abby Champion. Abby H Champion CPA. Yeah, H Champion CPA, and she uh, during like that entire month, she won't even like talk to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you if you even call her seven thirty, she's still in the office working. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, yeah. oh. But during then, the rest of the year, she's kind of relaxed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like May month, June, so like like she'll an extended tax season too. Yeah. Like you'll right. catch her two weeks. Like I think I called her last week. She wanted me to follow up with her with some uh, for some digital marketing she wanted. And then I was like, I was like, hey, I can help you now. Uh, what do you what exactly do you, did you need? She's like. Don't call me till tomorrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, well, don't there's do always it. that corporate tax season in October yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 You got it. You got it. Heads but up. Y'all, y'all's is what? What did you say it was? Really, January and De- December. Uh, December and January, especially January. So people are trying to get all their payroll together for well, their Well, in accountant? December, yeah. everybody's doing all their holiday bonuses and preparing oh. for year end and all the things that have yep. to get on the W 2s. Yeah, they're doing that. all that. And then in January, it's, you know, we're putting out thousands mm-hmm. of W 2s and 1099s and. Uh, we're doing the end of the year, you know, returns and the end of the fourth quarter returns. And then you throw in, te- you know, the yeah. ACA, all the ACA reporting. So, so as an HR professional, can I, just throw, can I just throw cash at my employees for a Christmas bonus or do I have to do it a certain way? Well, I, 
do it a certain way. You mean yeah. as far as giving cash? Yeah, like if I wanted to give out a Christmas bonus, can I just give cash or a check? Or is there a certain way you're supposed to do Or buy recent espresso machine. Who's counting? Yeah. Um, well, no. I think that when you give a bonus, you need to help them understand what it's for. Okay. Like why? Is it that's just because it's Christmas, point. therefore I think you should get it? Yeah. No, okay. that's not the. That's not how you – I think that um, when you're giving a holiday bonus yeah. for any reason, it's important to mm-hmm. – to, to explain, here's what you did that I thought was special and why you warranted this mm-hmm. bonus, because that's mm-hmm. how you're going to get that behavior. That was actually the, the point I was trying to get to. So it's when you when you give out conversation, even if it's from the heart, like 99% mm-hmm. from the heart, and you only have 1% to tie it to. Right. I feel like you always need to tie it to that 1%. Yep. Because you don't want them to think that it's always just a give. It's a, just a given. A given. I, I knew this dentist when I was growing up. Uh, as a friend of my dad's. And every Thanksgiving, every year, he would buy his whole staff like a giant butterball turkey. And it, I mean, I'm talking like the one that's like a like a civilized weapon. It's like the size of this desk. <laughs> and um, the first year, you know, he's like, I really appreciate you guys. Um, you know, here's I just wanted to get you guys this for Thanksgiving or whatever. Right. And they were like, oh, my God, thank you so much, Dr. Blank. And um, then the next year he was like, hey, guys, I got you guys a turkey again. And they're like, oh, cool. Thanks. And then the third year, the staff said, where's my turkey? You know, oh. and he never yeah, did it again. It. He never did it again. And the system was, uh, you know, his words were entitlement, you know, entitled to receiving bonuses or whatever. And even though it's commonplace to have like a Christmas bonus or like an end of year or something like that, you know, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, I think it's something where, um, you know, if it's Christmas, you you approach your employee and say, hey, um, you know, this comes from this comes from us. It comes from the company. Uh, we want you to be able to buy your family presents for Christmas. We want you to have a great holiday season. And because we hit X, Y, Z, this yep. is possible. Right. Yeah. And then come January, we're going to double that prime time. <laughs> yes. I like well, that. No, and John, when when we do uh, holiday bonuses, and it's not, I mean, it's not my call, though sometimes he does, right. you mm-hmm. know, say, who do, who do you think should get how much and so on. But really, uh, he writes a card for each employee. Yeah. And Yes, you'll go spend the money. Like handwrites them or like? Like he handwrites them. Oh, that's really cool. Right? And so you will go spend your holiday bonus on whatever it is Mm -hmm. you'll spend it on. But you save that card. Like Mm -hmm. a payroll plus gift card? No, like like a card that says, you know, uh, I I appreciate that you did this and the X, Y, Z, and that you went above and beyond to do this. You know, when you really identify what it is that made the business grow because of that person. Mm -hmm. And I think that means more. Not that anybody doesn't, everybody doesn't love the cash, right? We lo- we all love the cash, but I think it means so much more mm-hmm. to, even if you can't afford to do a big bonus, yeah. but take the time to write a, a note to I would actually, mm-hmm. I would actually be curious to see the research behind, it had to be like super similar companies and, and like no communication whatsoever, but like one company give out 10 cards that are super sensitive and super on point right. without money. And then one give out the exact same cards with, with a sensitive approach with money and see what the difference in reaction is. Mm-hmm. I bet they'd be similar. Perhaps, but I'm just want to go on record of saying, John, I don't think you should necessarily be the one to, <laughs> there you to, go, not, yeah. there you go. to but, not hand out the money. It yeah. definitely won't work now, John, because I've already said it out loud. Yep, it's, um, it's in the ethers. I was thinking, it's in the I was ethers. Like, people would probably be super excited about just receiving a thank you card with like a super detailed. Yeah, when it's really it. specific, yeah. so they know that you noticed what it is that they yeah, did. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel like it a lot of employees lot. feel like they don't get noticed. We or we not had a um, Christian. I'm sure Christian doesn't even remember this because he he doesn't often remember how to tie his shoes, but. Um, we had a yoga studio several months ago. This is probably towards the beginning of the year. And they basically did like two giant giveaways or whatever. 
And uh, one time they were like giving out cash money. You know, it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, win $200 cash or whatever. And the other time it was a Lululemon gift card. And Lululemon being like a yoga right. outlet, or probably right. the biggest yoga outlet, I'm not 100% sure, but you know, something that's actually whatever. And so many more people participated in the Lululemon situation because it was relevant and it was something that was a little bit more niche. You well, know? and you wouldn't necessarily, it's stuff that you may not necessarily buy for yourself. Somebody right. gives you $200, yep. you're going to go buy groceries. Yeah. Okay. You're going to mm-hmm. go pay that electric bill, whatever. But if yep. somebody gives you a Lululemon because you're a yoga person. Now you get person, to go be fancy. No, yep. it's, you know, I, I may not have the money to go, you know, spend on really expensive workout clothes because I'm mm-hmm. nasty when I work mm-hmm. out. But, but I. At 530 in the morning, I, mind you. So. In the morning. I mean, oh, my God. You know, eyes are open at that hour anyways. dude i don't know how you do that 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 gives me like anxiety like oh, 5 30 awesome. in the morning oh my god i think if I, awesome. I think honestly i should switch to that i just i haven't i haven't like been able to that's no, not even once you get out of your head you can't you when that alarm goes off you can't lay there and think oh do i want to go you can't I snooze no you just have to bound out you have to go because before you think about it i always had i had um a buddy that i worked mm-hmm. with who has since retired, so she now works at it at 8.15. I'll never forgive her, but mm-hmm. um, uh, Charlotte and I used betrayed. to work out at 5.30. We'd mm-hmm. go kickboxing at 5.30 every morning, and we had a rule that if you were going to cancel, you couldn't cancel before 5 a.m. Because oh. by that point, the other person is already dressed and up and getting ready to go to the gym. I and see. if you're already up and dressed, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go even if Charlotte's not going to go. Right, yeah. and now right? you're just like... Breaking rules. Yeah. You can't you can't do that. Yeah. It's like a sister foul. Well, why get up if you're sister not gonna go do it? Why get up if you're not gonna go do it? So if you're yep. up and you're dressed, you might as well go do it, right? Yep. Go work out. In, in a past life, him and I were both personal trainers and um Yeah, it feels like forever ago. It, oh god it was. And you didn't have five thirty appointments? Uh no. I'm I mostly did afternoons and stuff. You didn't he really did do anything. Did yeah. <laughs> yeah. See here we go Wait, again. I'm starting I to didn't really. the theme. Here we go again. So anyway, um I don't know. The morning morning time is not Reese time. I'll tell you that much. I mean, you know, I would sooner take a take a midnight personal training session than a five thirty a. I mean, honest to God. But um, what I was going to get at is uh, there's a huge principle here for entrepreneurs and anyone listening, which is accountability. You know, and the thing that I really yeah. love that you touched on there was like if you're going to cancel, you can't do it in within a certain time period. It's like you got to go, baby. It's time to go. You right. know. Right. Um, so it's well, and having her there, knowing yep. she was going to be waiting for me, was another thing that got me out of bed. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. And I mean, we see this. We work with a bunch of fitness centers and and have experience in fitness centers, and we see by and large that when people commit to something, either financially or via schedule, time or whatever, um, you know, committing to taking a class. He's a big CrossFit advocate. Um, they will continue to do that part of their schedule, part of their routine, whether or not they want to, you know, so accountability is a huge factor in, in any business or, or decision. Um, well, Carol, um, that's, that's all that I have. Let's say somebody is looking to get some, uh, some assistance with payroll, um, or, you know, looking for a consultation or something like that. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, well, obviously you can call the office 704-895-0777. Uh, so that is the best way to get a hold of us. And my phone just rings straight through to my cell phone if I'm not in, which is awesome. That is awesome. Um, and I'm one of those people, you know, when you're in sales, you get sales when you get sales. You know, right. you, you don't say, oh, I'll only take calls between 8, 8 30 yeah. and 5. Right? You take them whenever, not just prime time. Somebody calls me at 6 o'clock at night <laughs> on my cell phone and yep. says, hey, I want to talk to you about payroll. Can you meet me at 7.30 tomorrow morning? Yes, I'm going to go no meet problem. you at 7.30. In the- no I problem. take so right. many calls at like 7, 8 p.m. It's like... When it's good for the customer, it's good it's for good. me. Yeah, like, right. 
I'm selling a service. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't they they want they need my service, but they don't need to get it from me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so right. I need to be available for my customers. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. That's yeah. just all there is to it, and, and I, I appreciate that. Well, and folks uh, get our website. Website. Too. Right. What's our the website? website um, it's carolplus-hcm as in human capital management dot okay. com. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very good. Carol, uh, you're also a superhero today. You filled in for us, so we really appreciate that, too. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so yeah. much for having me. It was Thanks, really Carol. fun.